and hoping each time that his next leap will be the leap home. Welcome to Ziggy Gets It Wrong, a Quantum Leap podcast. I'm your host, Brian Levy. That's your host, Evan the Mayor. Hello. Casey the Kasem on assignment this week. That's correct. He's off, uh, you know, uh, setting right what once went wrong. <laughs> Just like our hero, Sam Beckett. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I've been real good. I've been writing um, episode synopses. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did not this week, but I can give I can give you I can uh, give you one real quick. I gotcha. can give you one real quick. Sure, uh, on the fly uh, for, for both the episodes. Uh, one sentence. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week, um, Sam problematically helps the Indians <laughs> and absolutely does not help the gays. Nope, he does no, no favors. He, he does no favors to no one. <laughs> one of these two episodes of Quanti Leaps. Yeah, the first episode is entitled Freedom. The date is November 22nd, 1970. What happened on this date in the past? November what? 22nd. Okay. 1970. The 20th NASCAR Sprint Cup. Wow. <laughs> it was it was it called did Sprint exist in the 70s? I don't know. I mean I think I sprint meaning like running really fast. Maybe. This is pre-stock car. So they were actually running. Oh, the gotcha. Sprint, they had the Sprint had, Cup. It was the 70s. Automobiles had yet to be invented. Top movies of the time. Five easy pieces. Okay, good movie. Uh, let's see. Grossing three hundred eighty-two thousand three hundred fourteen dollars at some level. That's seven billion dollars <laughs> in today's money. Uh, a, a movie entitled Scrooge. Oh, I think I think uh, I've seen that movie. Is that Michael Caine's Scrooge? No, it might be. <laughs> or like you know Albert Finney. Oh, Lovers and Strangers. Never heard. No, wait. That might be a Jewish movie. No, and I might. No, that's. Lover, or that's enemies a love story. I don't know. I don't know. Enemies a love story. My favorite. Yeah, this episode is the Native American road trip episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Get you it? took. You actually took a lot of notes for this. I week. took a lot of notes. Uh, I enjoyed this episode for many different reasons. Most of them problematic. My uh, favorite part of the episode is. The, oh boy, I'm an Indian, and it's, yeah. it could be worse. You, you could, could be. be white man. You could be a white man. Uh, yeah, the, the episode starts out with Sam waking up in jail uh, next to another jailed Native American male. Uh, they are in jail because they have stolen a truck, or as the Native American man put it, borrowed the truck. This is uh, a, already give it back. This becomes a, 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 a theme throughout the episode of the Native American man who is he's elderly, he's, he's dying, he's ailing of emphysema. Uh, stealing things left and right and just claiming that he's borrowing them. Well, see, I always like to give Quantum Leap the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> and I feel like this is their broad interpretation of like the old yeah. the old stereotype. The like, old way. That natives In- have no concept of ownership. Quote, Indian giving. It's, it's, it's called when I was a young You know, child. it's all just there. It's just all very weird. Yeah. Well, that's just how it starts. Uh, it ends very poorly. As Ziggy uh, uh, guesses, sorry, Ziggy doesn't really say much in this episode, but Sam is assuming... Quiet. He's very quiet. Very quiet. Uh, Sam is assuming that he has to save this Native American man, and then Al, or no, either Al, I'm getting crisscrossed, but one of them comes to the conclusion that, no, I have to help this man die, because he wants to go back to his place of birth in the hills of Nevada. I. <laughs> so I think both of these episodes... 
come for the the big problem both in both of these and and we'll just talk about this right now mm. is that they're both written by white people yes. with no concept of what they're talking about none at all uh <laughs> you know not really the best look like this is why you have representation in a writer's room yeah so you don't write makes the case for diversity in the writer's room for sure yeah absolutely because it's not like because it's like if you were to write this if okay pretend it's today Mm -hmm. you're writing you're in a writer's room for this show right and it's it's probably prestige and maybe it's the let's say it's the quantum leap reboot Okay. And, you know, the internet is screaming because you've got, like... So what trans woman of color is going to be Sam Beckett in the reboot? No, well, you know, <laughs> Sam Beckett is at the very least going to be uh, an Asian woman. S- Samantha, S- Beckett. Samantha Beckett. It's definitely going to be Samantha Beckett, much like Samantha Carter from uh, Stargate SG-1 was Sam Carter. Okay. Uh, so, but, like, you're still going to have the internet yelling, ugh, why are you hiring, like... Why are you forcing all this shit? At the, at the very least, you can say, no, Quantum Leap was always doing this. They just weren't doing it well. Nope. Hey, but at least they tried. <laughs> at least they tried. Question mark? Maybe. Anyway, they're stuck in jail in the beginning, and then and Sam ha- hatches a little plot where he hides under the bed, and then the sheriff, who is a guy, he's an actor, I forget, his, who I've seen him in a ton of stuff, is the main villain of this episode, comes into the jail cell and is like, what happened to this guy? And then the the old man says, he turned into a raven and flew out the window. And then uh, Sam grabs the sheriff and punches him out in a, it, because he's got karate skills. Uh, also, this is a thing that we need to start uh, doing on the show. Is, when does Sam use karate? Well, that and also maintaining a list of skills that Sam has that were previously unmentioned. Uh, we know that he has karate powers because he spin-kicked child predators in a dress uh-huh revealing well, his uh his vagina and tits i think I, i'm pretty sure that sam's black belts are <laughs> super canon yeah no that's well-established stuff but like when he suddenly knows how to hotwire a car in this episode is that the person he's inhabiting or is that sam's ability um probably makes of both he did go he did build a time traveling supercomputer oh right <laughs> like that was that was With parts of chunks of his brain in it yes correct <laughs> uh, you but, put your brain in this ham but this sheriff goes hog wild and really is really dead set oh, on right. on murdering the these two native americans that stole a truck yeah i just feel like uh there is a lot that like i feel like everybody was just really reacting strongly to everything that was going on uh this entire episode and maybe everyone could have just like taken a step back thought maybe hey this guy just stole a car he's out he's out of my county at this point right i can let (laughs) someone else there was one part where the indian guy was like well if we make it to those those hills they won't be able to follow us anymore wrong wrong they followed your ass all the way to the ends of the earth and uh yeah, we'll, we'll get into yeah. how this ends and how bad I hate it uh, because of what Ziggy says in the beginning of this about one, and, and helping if, this person to die. And if there's one thing the American public is good at, it's leaving the Indians alone. So, you know, <laughs> nice safe bet there, Grandpa. Look, there was going to be bloodshed one way or another, Brian. Uh, it was weird. It's Al shows weird. up wearing a cowboy hat, a bolo tie, a leather jacket, and a very loud western print collared shirt and red pants. Uh, really took the opportunity to go uh, 
big on the Western theme. Yep. Al did very on point. His uh, outfit for once. Uh, uh, here's a bit of Native American wisdom, please. A good life deserves a good death. And I would argue this man does not receive a good death whatsoever in this episode. But we'll get to that. Okay. So the sheriff, Leon Rippey, I best know him from he played a guy who was awoken up in the 24th century. He was frozen uh, and the Enterprise woke him up. Oh, and like he played the guitar and all he wanted to do was booze. Like he he was the first person to be like, hey, this show is just like a cruise ship. All right, let's do it. <laughs> awesome. We should do a review of that episode. That's real good. Uh, let's see. Okay. So they go into a general store to trade. Um, well, what winds up being a trade. They take a pistol and they trade it for another gun, an older gun. Yeah. A rifle. You, you know, maybe an Antiques Roadshow kind of uh, thing. This, this gun is worth $50,000. Uh, also in this uh, episode, it is revealed that the <laughs> the best team in America of football is the Redskins. Uh, yeah, I know. I wonder I wonder how people would feel about that. Like This now. was 1990 U- United States, and the Redskins were actually a good team. They were the, they, they were kind of the best team in, but in football. But I loved, I loved that the white writer's room full of white men wrote that this Native American's favorite team is the Redskins. Uh, I, <laughs> he repeatedly mentions it. And toward the end of the show, he's like asking repeatedly to people, what do you, do you like the Redskins? Okay. So let, let's, let's get to the end because like, obviously like, you know, shit. Well, happens. Hold on. Let's, let's, let's do very quickly okay. though. They steal some horses. They put handprints on the horse. Sam put two yellow handprints on the horse. And I was confused. I couldn't, figure out whether that's how many people he's murdered in the course of this show <laughs> or something because the 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 indian guy is like putting on his face paint and doing paint on the horse well as we mentioned last week that was the first time sam had ever just straight up blown somebody away sure did just kill a guy um god asked him to and this is when the sheriff shows up and starts just shooting at them uh, no due process in this uh, this whole deal uh, just i'm gonna shoot you guys with a rifle because you stole not only did you steal a car a truck but you, you also, also traded, stole two horses and traded some stuff and then stole some stuff on top yeah, of that. Yeah, some real Western justice happening. You know, Sheriff Joe Arpaio on the case. <laughs> uh, some more Native American wisdom as they run away from the sheriff being shot at. The, the old man says, that was tougher than a $2 whore. Yeah, yeah. Uh, are we not sure that Grandpa was Al? I think, gra- I think that the Grandpa is you. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe uh, I'm off. I'm, Old I'm guy doesn't pay for anything is a latch. <laughs> uh, one day, one day. Uh, but yeah, I think the, the, the comment was the reason the sheriff kept missing is because he shoots like a white man. Well, you know, anyway, they make it to a very perfect, scoreboard, I guess they make it to a very perfect cave with 19 minutes left in the episode. And then it just becomes a very uh, mirthful version of Rambo. Oh, the the everyone's favorite uh, feel good comedy, <laughs> first blood. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. But also, the Native American basically just describes quantum leap, but everyone's a grasshopper, and they keep using the term leap. Well, what's really interesting is a lot of times in this show there are lots of people who describe quantum leap to Sam. He's like, "Wait, I'm doing that." <laughs> um. Okay. So you made a point before we started about how it was Sam's mission for this guy to help this guy die mm-hmm. but which you know ordained but you know anointed by god help this man die mm-hmm. you made a point about how that happens yes 
Uh, they're trying to run away from the sheriff. The sheriff finds their cave. They run away. They continue to run away. And uh, the sheriff basically shoots the Indian guy. He falls uh-huh. off his horse. Sam drags him across a river, and then the man dies on the side of the river. Because he, he wanted to die on, like, sacred ground. Something like that. Something like and that. And he's got emphysema, and he's dying anyway, so he's like, I, I just want to die where I want to die. So the question asked, <laughs> that must be asked. Because once the, the guy dies, Sam leaps. That's mission accomplished. Why couldn't God have just made this... A little bit easier. Well, yeah, why couldn't the sheriff have fallen into the river and washed away and be like, ah! Like, listen, look, if Nazgul can't cross running water, <laughs> yeah. why can the sheriff? But the sheriff, as soon as he winged the, the Native American guy, is just like, oops, and kind of doesn't follow them anymore. There, The sheriff had a partner who was right, who mildly like, been like, was a little bro. bit checked out. But yeah. also there was another Native American woman who was, I think, the, the guy's granddaughter niece i don't know and she shows up and causes trouble sometimes i tried to look this actress up she was only in like an episode of knight rider oh and a couple of other things because i wanted to confirm well her. i mean honestly when you've when you've uh perfected yeah. acting when you've perfected just, an acting where else, career where else can you go uh i just wanted to confirm guess bottom boy meets world or something I, she looked more like a tia carrera than a, a native american to me and I could not figure out who she was or where she came from. I can't see how I can win by commenting on this at all. So not really. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's a, it's a terrible ending because it's basically like, yep, we did it. We allowed this old man to die in hey, his own filth. Hey, hey, high five, everybody! That guy's dead. <laughs> all right, he sure is dead. He got shot by a sheriff, and now he's dead. Woof! Whee! No one's learned any lessons. Let's keep on <laughs> moving on. Let's leap right on into "Good Night, Dear Heart," season two, episode fourteen, November 9th, nineteen fifty-seven. Uh, what happened? I don't know, but in, apparently in Europe, and I figured this out, it's it's known as Inventor's Day Oh, in honor of Hedy Lamar's birthday. Oh, happy birthday, Hedy Lamar. <laughs> your tits are so good, you had to invent your own bra. She was like an actress and a scientist or something. Yes, and also a joke in Blazing Saddles. That's right. The only reason I know of her existence. That's right. Those are also some very nice... Headley. <laughs> uh, top movies, Paths of Glory. Never heard of it. Bridge on the Wither, River Kwai. That I've heard of. Yes, and The Thin Man. Heard of that. Yep, those are some movies. Paths Slender. of Glory is uh, stars one of the uh, uh, Russell men. It's amazing. The old Kirk Douglas, sorry. It's, it's amazing <laughs> how they were able to uh, make a Slender Man movie in 1950-whatever. That's right. Way ahead of the internet. Very, yeah, impressive. Uh, this Butterfly episode effect. is the Who Done It, Who Killed This Beautiful 19-Year-Old German Girl episode. Uh, Sam is very, very obsessed with this dead corpse of a girl. Yeah. She's so beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> so Sam uh, leaps into the body of a mortician. Oh, boy. Um, oh, who boy. Then dis- who I've got dis- my hands on a dead person. So he then decides that. that he's a detective as well, because that's what morticians do is investigate murders. Uh, yeah, apparently, you've never heard of Quincy M.E., but, Shh, you know. Quiet. I'm just saying. Boy, this is 1957. Quincy's not around yet. Not for another, like, 15 years. <laughs> anyway, this dead German lady has a hole in her head, and Sam needs to find out how it happened. His assumption is a gun. But spoiler, it was not a gun! Um, this, this does not age well. Nope. Uh, uh, one of the worst takes of all time uh, in terms of a, uh, uh, a love triangle gone bad. Yeah, real quick, we'll get to it. Uh, Marsha Cross. Oof, a young Marsha Cross uh, looking it, so crossy. Ends up being a crazy lesbian who... <laughs> jilted mur- jilted jil- lesbian. Yeah, real bad. Who murders her uh, lover with a shoe. There's a, there's like a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of like cool like 
cameras like if i remember there's a lot of like if i remember i just watch it uh there, there's a lot of cool stuff they do with like flashbacks and like him putting the mystery together he keeps having this psychic flash of yeah. her sitting by a pond with like this big smile on her face i'm like why is he seeing this woman's flashing before his face like he has this weird episodic obsession with this girl and uh does a whole like uh, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure part at the end where they've got everyone in the room and they're showing the movie on the wall and everyone's like, what is the point of this? And he's like, well, you were the one who shot this part, but you were the one that shot this part. And it's just like, get to the fucking point, Sam. Come on. Uh, what was... Did you write down Ziggy's guess on this? Ziggy did not say anything. Yes. Uh, uh, at all. Correct. And I would like to posit this. Mm-hmm. Nothing was necessarily set right here. No. <laughs> like, like, in fact, people's lives were probably made worse. Fairly ruined. Because uh, Marsha Cross didn't want to hurt her. It was an accident. It was an accident. A, passion of, a crime of passion. Yeah. Um, yeah, a whole lot of things go bad. Uh, it should also be noted that Al, in his outfit tally, four wardrobe changes from Al. Well, Four! Know, middle of the season, they had some money. He arrives in the middle of a coffin wearing a fairly standard ensemble of a gray paisley wet vest, a gray shirt, some weird pennant on his chest, and a very shitty t- shiny tie with white pants and a white belt. Wouldn't it be nice if Al just, like, wore a cardigan sometimes? Yeah. Or, like, just shows up. Sorry, in Sam, jeans. I was sitting in my den just having a scotch. <laughs> he just shows up in jeans. Like, <laughs> I didn't have... <laughs> all of my crazy suits are at the cleanest. But you can imagine that Al in jeans is... Like a complete like Canadian tuxedo, venom, uh, venom, uh, denim. <laughs> venom. Uh oh, I ate a gummy. De- uh, <laughs> de- uh, de- denim outfit mm-hmm. with like a huge brooch, right? And, and probably a bolo tie. Uh, my camera loved her. Says Marshall Cross. Uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. My camera. So the episode itself is bad. Bad take. <laughs> Nothing goes right. Hold on, let me go through these other outfits. Al- and then I have to tell you this special thing about this episode. Okay. Very loud vest, yellow shirt, and exceptionally shitty tie that seems to be in need of ironing at best. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Poor Al. My dry cleaner died! Uh, let's see. I'm just going, I'm rolling through my notes at this point. Uh, third, oh, third outfit. Striped shirt, tie, pin with no tie. <laughs> tie, pin with no tie. But some sort of turquoise thing with a collar and blue pants and a purple belt with gold buckle. Probably one of his worst. Probably one of... Just, like, imagining that in your head makes me a little nauseous. The man has no taste. (laughs) Uh, And then Ziggy basically does uh, the... I'm going to tell everyone the future in Act 3, where it's, like, trying to figure out who the the murderer was and this and that. Uh, It also should be noted that there is a hairdresser in this episode that does abortions. Mm. (laughs) <laughs> just because the just sticking a curling iron right up yeah, there. Yeah, uh, she he goes into Sam goes into the hair salon. He's talking to the uh, to the, the the hairdresser, and he's like, "I know you gave that German lady an abortion." What? <laughs> Who me? Yeah. Uh, th- uh, so the the ultimate bad hot take, the bad take about lesbianism in this episode is they say because yes. she was in like a concentration camp with lots of women, she became attracted to women, but it was confusion. Not because she's actually sexually attracted to women. So, this episode has a sequel. Oh, really? In the Quantum Leap comic book. <laughs> okay. 
All right. So. Please do. I will. Explain. I will. So Sam leaps in to Stephanie to Marsha Cross Mm. on her release from prison. Whoa. While in prison, though. She's been working on her photography. Uh-huh. She's become because they, they were going to run away together. Right. She and Hill. Hill is going to be the model and she was going to be the photographer. Sure. So she's been working on her photography. She has found a uh, she's found like a sponsor out there and she's going to New York to become the toast of the uh, <laughs> photography world. OK. Uh, her first big model is a is it Twiggy. <laughs> it's not it's not Twiggy. It's uh, it's it's a drag queen. Okay. So Sam becomes friendly with the with the drag queen. Doesn't know that it's a man. No, 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 no. It's Does I, I know just that. I don't remember uh, the drag queen's name. Hold on. I, I um. Uh, While you're looking this up, please. a fourth outfit: white trench coat, blue shirt, white cowboy hat, no tie, and a vest under the coat. No tie and a vest. <laughs> okay. So the the uh, the drag queen's name is Clarice, uh, but uh, when it is the the queen. And it is uh, Clement when it is uh, him. Okay. So anyway, Clement likes to hang out at, at, at a certain bar. So um, Quantum Leap has solved racism numerous times. Sure. Uh, Sometimes the, the same racism more than once. Indian American relations. Uh, last episode. Solved. What hasn't Quantum Leap really dealt with? Uh, pool hall politics. Well. well yeah, they they did that. No, that's the next episode. Oh, that's the, oh, gotcha. <laughs> it's pool hall blues. <laughs> oh, gotcha. Well, they'll get to it. Yeah. What 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 burning issue of the day? 1957 or 1989 90 America. If it, no, uh, yeah, 1990s America. Um, crack. They kind of touched on touched on on this episode in, in Wift. No, no. Uh, uh, Sam Sam has to save. Uh, homosexuality. Ah. Sam becomes deeply involved in the Stonewall Inn riots. <laughs> in this, uh, in, in this, in this uh, issue of the Quantum Leap. That's comic in the book. comic. Okay. Yes. Uh, oh my God. Quantum Leap number nine from Innovation Comics. Good lord. Something I own. Something I own. Very good. Um, should we? Should so? Once we're done with the actual series, are we then going to do the comics? Oh, I, I could do an episode in the comics. I'd have to dig them up. Hmm. Uh, they're in boxes someplace. They should be. Deep, yeah, no. deep underground. Deep under, yes. <laughs> no, I would, uh, if only someone would collect those. I if if so, I don't have to go looking for them in boxes every time I want to read them. Mm-hmm. I would love it if the inevitable uh, Quantum Leap reboot, whether on you know Netflix or whatever, uh, I would love it uh, if they would release the comic book along with it. Okay. I would buy that. We should write some scripts. We could. So the reboot, other than it being a trans person of color as Sam, um, are we are we sticking to the same like um, joyful approach? It's kind of a lighthearted show, even though it deals with ex- ex- extremely awful topics. At Yo, times. no, yes, yes, it is at its heart a hopeful program. Mm-hmm. So if I, so, if I were to reboot Quantum Leap, I would not. You know, it would. Definitely be a um, – he, here's how I do it. Mm. I, I said, I, you know, just for some reason, mm. just, you know, Samantha Beckett. Uh, <laughs> definitely uh, we're looking for – Played by Millie Bobby Brown. No, I don't, I, no I, we're, looking, we're, we're looking strongly at uh, women of color um, for the lead. Her partner mm. 
Alexander Calavici. Uh, <laughs> the granddaughter of Al. Oh well, okay. So this is my Ooh, was that, oh. this is my reboot where Sam and Al are just new characters and okay. not necessarily. It's not a it's not a generations. There thing. is a there is I do have a legacy version too. Okay, but and then it's and then there's just more mythology. You know, there's more evil leaper shit. Mm-hmm. There's more uh, actual working yeah, we, to we, try we to get finally it. find out. The, there, there's a second glowing mountain and it's full of evil Russians. Yeah, that exists, man. You just don't know about it. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it does exist in the actual Quantum Leap. Oh. <laughs> Whoops. Haven't seen those episodes yet. No, because like just once the evil. They, okay. So eventually there becomes like there's the evil leaper. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like she's just this hot chick that <clears throat> Sam tries to bang Sweet. All, the whole time. Um, oh, that's got to be on Pornhub somewhere. Do you think there's a Quantum Leap porn parody? <laughs> Evil Leaper porn parody. Wow, I mean, so, I mean, Evil Leaper so, is a good porn like subject. So niche, and yet I haven't made it, so I can't <laughs> assume that it exists. Because who who else but me is making that? So I mean, but yeah, it it, it it's definitely two women, and they're basically doing the show. It's just more mythology, mm-hmm. um, perhaps like arcs. Uh, like the leaps are longer; they're okay. not necessarily multi part. Yeah, like you know, I mean, because. It's the model of today, you know, is people are going to be uh, binging. So you have to have season worthy uh, leaps. So, I mean, that's kind of what I'd be looking at. Uh, <laughs> Anal leap is a- the title. A- a- <laughs> from off cat. Yes, thank you. Uh, you know. Uh... <laughs> All right. We d- we went directly down the toilet as we knew we would. This well, has been uh, chapter 13 on our of our saga. Ziggy gets it wrong. It was a good one. Yeah, stay tuned for next week's episode, uh, Pool Hall Blues, and I forget the other one. I love Pool Hall Blues. Goodbye!